Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is your main man, aka Crazy Crockett, aka Andres Podcast. Thank you, thank you for listening from the state of Michigan, the greatest place in the world, where we're number one seated Yay. in the college football playoffs. I like to thank my buddy Ron for coming back on the show. Hey Dre, how you doing, man? Hi, how's Good it going? Be it's been a long uh, ass morning. time. Yeah, it has. Uh, been real busy lately, and uh, got a nice morning though. It turned out good. I got a good parking space, so yeah, early morning is great. I yeah. love it. Yeah. I so, love. so here it is. It is Monday. No, it's wait Wednesday morning. Wednesday. Yep. Yep. And uh, oh, yeah. I haven't seen this guy in about a week and a half. Yeah, it's been a night. Like, and the last yeah. time you were here, the Red Wings were on. Yep, yep. And uh, you just came from a trip, and I want to hear about it. Okay, yeah. It was in uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It was the, uh, now I forget the name of it, but it was MDA sponsored, and a bunch of other people were sponsoring it. Um, we stayed at a Marriott, downtown Pittsburgh which is a fantastic motel, let me tell you, um, which was paid for, think, thanks to whoever paid for that. I can't remember the name. I'll, I'll have to write it down next time. But anyway, and uh, the, that Saturday was a, a, a meeting with all the people from, uh, we had people mostly from Pennsylvania. Um, one guy was from Michigan. Another guy was from New York. Um, there's a guy from Kansas City. So we're, we're kind of all over the United States here, but this is one of the better ones that I attended uh, where we got to talk amongst ourselves. We got to talk about comparing notes, um, disabilities, you know, wives, the whole bit. Um, so this was a very enjoyable one and a very informative one, I'll have to say. And uh, probably one of the better ones I've been to yet. Explain to them what exactly that you went to and why. Well, it's a conference that tells about Becker's muscular dystrophy, um, it, it covers health, mental health, um, ways to uh, have certain people that, that help you out, like, say, caregivers or your, your significant spouse, other, your yeah. wife or spouse, um, and just covering things that we all went through. And the main thing was that when, when guys would we'd pass the mic around and guys would talk and they would say that it, a lot of times they had the same outlook as I did. You know, I want to meet somebody like me. I want to meet somebody and compare notes. I want to, the main thing is I want to get together with people that are like me and make new friends and get a community going. And that helps the community. If you, the more people together, the better community. The more yeah. you get heard, uh, yeah. the more people find out. And people are talking about certain things like, uh, I'll give you for instance, one guy is talking about handicapped parking. He can still walk somewhat. Um, he doesn't use a cane, but his, he was self-conscious about people parking there thinking that he was breaking the law or he was just lazy. Yeah. And he yeah. admitted that. And I go, yeah, you know, I felt that way before too. But we got to realize whether they think or not, we're disabled and don't worry about what they think. They yeah. have no idea. I mean, yeah. And I thought, oh, yeah, I never thought of it that way. So, yeah, that's, that's another thing we talked about. And there's yeah. several other things that we compared notes in, but that was... Yeah. One of them that I do remember. So yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, I think uh, I think I can relate to that because I have a handicap uh, mm -hmm. stick, not sticker, but a uh, the parking, parking parking. Yep, I have to get one too. Reminds me, thank you. And uh, they get really, really, really people that when I get up out of my car and they don't see my left hand, yeah, they really think that I'm just being a, a complete douchebag. Right. Okay. But it, it, it's not until I start walking and then. 
They see my left, yeah, that's my left it, hand. Yeah. And they kind of, you can tell the attitude toward changes. Oh, it does. Yeah. But I, yeah, but I get that. I used to get that a lot. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times I don't even like to park close to the door, especially at Myers or Walmart sure, or any yeah, of those right. local places because people are really generally stupid when it comes down to, to, oh, to yeah. walking behind you. Yes. And so that kind of creeps me out. I get creeped out by that. I do too. Yes. So so the only reason why I don't do that is is that for that reason. I get you. Sure. So so were there any like uh, key elements, talks about what the doctors are? Yeah, there was a lot of of discussion about cardiomyopathy, um, which I do have. And a lot of people do. Um, There's one guy there, the guy from from Kansas City, Missouri, I think. Don't me on explain anyway, them to what cardiomyopathy is. Well, it's a, it's a heart condition. Um, okay. your, your heart's a muscle. So that is affected too by muscular dystrophy. Your, yeah. your heart will atrophy in a sense. Not as quick as your muscles do. But So in my case, the out, the, the out valve isn't as fast as it used to be. Yeah. Okay, so that would... Now, there was a guy in there and he had a heart... I can't remember the name of it. Um, but anyway... What it is, it's a thing that helps the valve, and it's run by batteries, and it's this big thing wired into your chest. Mm-hmm. You got batteries on the side. He had one of those. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. And, was and it like cooked up? Well, that's, that's, that's the next thing to open heart surgery, basically. It, oh, that's, wow. It is open heart surgery, but it, it's like a pacemaker, but it's supposed to be better. Now, if you're in really bad shape and your valves are failing, you're going to mm-hmm. have a heart failure. That's usually when it's called for. So it depends on your age and your... Your the your condition rate of your, of your condition of your myopathy. So always like everybody's different. So is it is it hooked up outside the body? Well, the part of it's inside. Okay. The heart. Okay. And then there's battery packs and there's like a charger and stuff. I'm not exactly sure if they showed a diagram of it, and I had no clue that existed. Now that's for somebody that's in real dire and if they can't get yeah, a heart transplant, that's the way to go. But of course, hope I don't have to do that because so there's another. Yeah, but wait a second. That's the those are the batteries. Outside, so he has to, so yes. So he has to take that off, and then he has, he has to, to charge the a charger. Yeah, I think he has to. Have but a then, how does he so. stay alive in the evening? Well, it's battery operated. So what you do is you charge your batteries, and that's yeah. good for a day. It's just like an electric wheelchair. You got to charge it. If you don't oh, charge okay. it, it won't run. So I basically you have to charge it. But I think I think you can. I think you have it when you're sleeping. I, I really don't know. I, I didn't get a chance to talk to him about that particular thing. That's, that's well, crazy. What I'm assuming is that you plug it in at night and it charges you. But there's another hassle that you have to worry about bringing it along with you. You have to be aware of that. I mean, that's, wow. a, that's a life and death thing. So I thought, wow, geez, I thought I had it hard. But, I didn't, you know, I so didn't yeah. realize that actually existed. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll think of the name. I, I, I should have brought my notes. I didn't really. The wife takes the notes. <laughs> I just try to listen. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so it was great. Uh, and a lot of people are, are, and most of these guys were teachers or wow. retired teachers. One guy was retired. He was 77. 77. Yeah, and I got to talk to him, which is great. Now, he was in a chair, and he was in the shape where he was losing. He had didn't have a lot of strength in his hands yet. His arms wow. were losing it. He's far worse than I was, but I think eventually it does get to the upper trunk. Oh, yeah. And you end up in the chair. And he could still do things, but it wasn't as easy as you'd think it was. You know, he had to could hardly grip and had no weakness. And oh, wow. I did shake his hand, but it had to be gentle. You don't want to grab and squeeze. You know, crush. Yeah, they don't have a lot. So you can tell when you do that, a person. But um, 
my hand strength's still pretty good. Um, yeah. But yeah, he was different. And then there was there was three guys in chairs. Uh, one of the guys is in a manual chair, exactly the same one I have, which is wild. That's the second time I've been to one of these where somebody had the same exact chair I did. Okay. Um, it's a manual chair. It's a med Medicare chair. It's a cheap little flea yeah. chair junk. Oh, uh, while it, before I forget, I did get some good news. The other day, oh. uh, Humana called me, and my wheelchair has been approved. Oh, wow. That's good. Now I have to go. I have to pay the copay, which is going to be about around 800 bucks 800 dollars yeah, i know that's copay. Yeah, i know i know it jeez tell me about it yeah talk it's about nuts. rent yeah. yeah well so um they called me up and said yes i'm approved um now you're going to get a notice cancellation which means that they accidentally ordered two backrests instead of one oh they won't approve you for two you have to have one so she said just ignore that but other than that you're approved and you should be getting a call from um, uh, CareLink, which is a wheelchair, they yeah. are the vendor. They they get the chairs delivered to them, and then they adjust it to you after they receive it. Oh yeah, of course. So I have a copay yet. I have to take up the chair, but finally I got it, and it's been at least oh more than six months since I ordered it. So if you're going to order a chair, be ready for a big hassle. We ordered. We talked about that at the conference too. About, oh, at least. Uh, yeah, about yeah. expenses and. And how much things are, and how it, chairs are expensive. Handy vans, even if you have a used one, are expensive. Yeah, the maintenance and yeah. the and, the, and yeah. the, uh, labor is just crazy. But yeah, it's an investment. And I talked to a lot of guys, and they said, "Yeah, you know, it's expensive, but I call it my investment because I need it." Well, yeah, you just investment. Yeah, I need it. You need yeah, it. yeah, of course. And I need I mean, it, and I have to have it running, and I have to put money into it in order to keep it running. Now, can I afford it? Yeah, just barely, but at least I can afford it. You know, there's a lot of people out there that don't really worse off than me. Um, just because you have this, this depends on what insurance you have or what type of job you have. Now, I've, I'm retired now, but I didn't have a professional job like some of the guys I know have. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of my buddies, he, he works at uh, John Deere. I'm not sure exactly what he does, but he makes pretty good money. He works from home. He's on the computer. He knows CAD CAM. He's, he's very computer illiterate, very, very yeah. Uh, literate about that he knows mm -hmm. exactly what to do on a computer so given that he's as he has expenses too but he can afford them a lot better than i could more comfortable. well yeah he makes yeah. more money for yeah, like exactly. john deere yeah. i mean and, of course yeah and i'm thinking well you know i i thought of doing that myself but i'm not a desk guy i'm not a computer guy i'm not a writer guy i'm not an office guy i'm, I'm a hands guy i'm a mechanic kind of guy yeah so that didn't work so i but i kind of thought you know maybe maybe i should have done that to begin with, maybe I would have been better off financially, but yeah. this is before I was diagnosed, so yes. I didn't really, I didn't really think of that at the time. Yes. And by the time I was diagnosed, I was almost thirty, so yeah, you know, daily a dollar short, in yeah. a sense, you know. Yeah. But uh, so it's so so it's all right. So now okay, so so you're gonna get a. It's weird that you're gonna get this chair. Yep. And it's probably where right where I work on the second floor. And, that, yeah. yeah, and it's interesting that. Well, that's that's interesting that that it's like the other insurance that you had didn't cover mm -hmm. that, which is kind of weird because well, everyone's yeah, disabled. They, they, well, the the insurance I have now, yeah, now that it covers. No, no, it does cover it, but we had to jump through a bunch of hoops. Yeah, but, did, um, but what you, happened was is we went to Mary Freebed. I'll give you the whole story in a nutshell. They made the order, but they screwed up the order. They didn't order it right. 
So I had to go back and do it all over again. Now, they oh. said, since we have your order already, we, can, we don't have to do that part over again. We already know what you want. We'll let you know if you can't have it. Um, there are certain things you can't get that are, that are considered a luxury, like uh, fold-down rear handles, uh, which are nice because then you don't catch on them. Um, a vanity flap, which what this does is it covers up your, your hind end. Is so because a lot of people are paraplegic, and what happens is their their pants will hike down, and they don't notice it, and you're gonna oh, yeah. have your butt crack sticking out. So that's called yeah. a vanity flap, which gives you some dignity if that happens. Yeah, um, that was not included, but I don't have yeah. that problem. I'm not paraplegic. Yeah. So I thought, okay, that's fine. I don't need that. I yeah. can get that later or pay out of pocket. Of course. So, so then we had to start all over again. So instead of going with uh, Mary Freebed. And we went to, we were going to go to, uh, what's the name? Airway Oxygen. Yeah. But now we're going with CareLink, um, which has their shit together, which Airway didn't. Um, Airway wouldn't approve our insurance. They changed midstream. And that's, that's why so it screwed stupid. us up. Yeah. And, and, and it, it's all. But this, it's the same. It's, but it, it's so like, you're saying you ha always had the same insurance? Yes. Yes. Oh, but okay. They, they, they come to find out they didn't cover it anymore. They, oh, they would stupid. not cover it. So halfway in between, they go, oh, by the way, so now you're, you, you're two steps forward and 15 back. And oh, it's yeah. frustrating. And you're trying to do exactly what you can, but these insurance companies are just they're crazy. It's just there's got to be a better solution. You know what? They're right down that, that company. Okay, yeah. I'm going to give you a pen. All right. And we'll write that down, but... Anyway, there's uh, yeah, right down, right down that company that does not. Oh, okay, yeah, that does yeah, not yeah. approve of that anymore, because okay. I think it, I think I think we need to to make it more clear that if you're a health insurance company and you only support certain people or certain things. You're an idiot, right? You're yeah. To me, yeah. you're just an idiot. I mean, it's like right. it's like it's just just stupid enough for people like. So what are you saying that you're not going to support this guy, right. but you're not going to support, mm -hmm. but you're going to support that guy, or right. that's just bone out stupid. I just I think yeah, that's the it, ignorance of it. Right. Yeah, and then Maybe. that's the thing. But it, here's the deal too. It depends on what type of how much insurance you have. Um, there's different grades of insurance. So say you want to go with a gold plan. Well, that's going to cost you much more than than what say I have now, okay? Yeah. So that's a kind of thing is what kind of insurance you can afford. And if you can't, and if you're the, in that situation where you're not really poor and you're not really rich, you're in between, you're screwed because you're not poor enough to apply, but you're too rich to apply. See what I'm saying? Yeah, it's so it, crazy. It's, because yeah, it's crazy. It's like there's no midstream. It's all either you do or you don't. Because your wife and I are in the same bracket field of uh, taxes. That's correct, yeah. I kind of yeah. know that because mm -hmm. you you kind of know that because we right. kind of figure out how much I get paid and she gets paid. Mm -hmm. So right. it's just kind of crazy that she's supporting you and the government can't get it through that thin skinhead. Hey, she's doing all the work and this guy is almost falling down. Oh, he did yeah. fall down. <laughs> Brought to you by liquor. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, no, you weren't he drunk did. when that. No, happened. no, no. But it, see, that's the thing. And 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 you know, I'm I'm trying to be patient here, but. You're going to tick a person off when you say, oh, yeah, it's approved, and oh, wait a minute, no, it's not. I mean, come on. Get real. Let's, get yeah, your get head real. out of your yeah, ass. Let's, let's go. You know, so I am switching insurance companies come January. 
And I, so you're switching God, from so Humana to to probably Priority Health, I believe. Yeah, I heard Priority, Priority Health yeah, is yeah. pretty and good. That's good. Yeah, and we researched it, and there's so much better. Where Humana's got all these little uh, idiosyncrasies, and you know, yeah, I've had it. You know, I just I've had it up to here with it. I'm tired of being sick and tired. And yeah, at the conference we kind of touched on that too. Everybody's in the same boat, and what makes it great is you got this community of people. Now I know of, there's three people, well, I, I would say three to four people now in Michigan that have what I have. That would so be including only three me. people? Just only three people. What? Yep, that's it. Really, Come that on. I know of. Yeah. Now, one guy was from Michigan, and we were, and now I know another guy from Michigan, and I think there's a, one more guy in Michigan, I can't remember his name, but anyway, they're the only three people that I know of, or including me. That live in Michigan. Now there could be more. We don't. We don't know. Oh, so you're saying that there's three people that are in Michigan that you know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of interesting. That'd be kind of cool. What's that? If you guys could all get together one time a year, and not just talk about your disability, but just right. shoot yeah. the shit. Would, yeah, and well, hunt they, out. Yeah. Or we went to a yeah. Red Wings game. And all yeah, that. yeah. I, I thought of that too, but the thing is, is everybody's still strewn over. I think you got New York, you got Missouri, you've got um, Philadelphia or Pennsylvania. You know, and, and you're right. I thought of that. Like a kind of like a convention type thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I saw this thing on, it has nothing to do with my disability, but it was about little people. And little people, this one convention they have every year, all these little people show up. It's great. I mean, thousands are, well, not thousands, but they have a convention where all these little people show up and they talk about their disabilities. They talk about equipment that you can get. They talk about how they feel and how they're treated in their community. Yeah. But it's a pretty big community. I mean, there's, there's yeah. lots oh, yeah. of little people. I mean, it, it, it's kind of interesting. Um, there was no. a, uh, there was a show on cable. I can't, uh, I saw one big with, world, uh, little people, big world or what? Yeah. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Okay. And I yeah. thought that was very interesting. Yeah. And he had developed a certain bench that you could stand up on and grab onto. And he designed it himself and he was a hands-on guy. He's just a little person, but he could operate heavy machinery. Yeah. Um, he couldn't really do anything great with his hands because his hands are kind of messed up. Yeah. And he had crutches. But this little guy was operating heavy equipment. He could do cranes. He could do bulldozers. He could do forklifts. And it was incredible to watch him. And he owned a pumpkin farm. I can't remember what their name huh, was. But cool. anyway. So, but just saying there, that's the kind of community I was thinking that we could have. Like not just a thing talking about medical conditions and what's new. Um, a place where people can get together, compare notes, um, have a camaraderie of different, you know, people in different, well, yeah. different, I mean, we all have the same thing, but they're different types. Well, of, you, it, it, they vary slightly. Like one guy had cardiomyopathy. I've got it. But the guy other guy has hermathy and now he's got a pacemaker. Hermathy. The hermathy means. Oh, the uh, cardiomyopathy means your heart. It's, it's a oh, heart condition. So okay. It's, 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 uh, and then yours cardio is. meaning heart and myopathy meaning like. The dystrophy in it. Okay. Yeah, there's a thing called dystrophin. So what's so what's then yours and the other guys? The same guy that has the well, one it, you have. Well, everybody is different. They're none to the same. I mean, we have the same mm. condition. Say it's like you, you walk with a gait, you sway from side to side. You have to push to get up. You, you can just tell by a person. You see somebody like you, and you see it, and you go, ah, you're just like me. You yeah. can just tell by by looking at them. But different people have different rates. They have different conditions. We're the same, but we're not. It, it's, yeah. I can't. We have a lot in common, but we don't. But yeah. we're in the same general, specific 
category is mm-hmm. that we have backers, but there's a little bit different. Everybody's a little different than each other. Yeah. But we do have a lot in common. Um, yeah. So, and uh, there's a lot of guys. There's there was uh, three of the guys that I had met were teachers, or one was retired. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's interesting. Um. One guy was a um, I think he was a computer pro- programmer. I'm yeah. Pretty sure something like that. Um. Yeah. But it's funny because um, one the other guy from New York was a copyright editor. Oh wow! Um, and actually, he is one of the rep- he represents the young people. He's the chairperson for the MDA, Becker's MDA. I can't oh, really? remember. His, I oh, think his wow. name is Jess Westman, I believe. Jess Westman. Yeah, yeah he's the he's a well not poster child but poster person for that age group in muscular dystrophy. Um, and he's from New York. Yeah, um, let me write that down. I thought that was kind of interesting. Now, he's only like 21. Um, a lot of the guys that I met, re- there was two guys there that were in their 20s. Well, three guys, actually, in their 20s. But the rest of them were in their late 40s, maybe. The oldest was 77, I believe. So um, his name is so Chess Westman? Chess Westman, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that'd be a good way for you to keep con- connected with that guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, he's younger, numbers, I just, you know, yeah. as yeah, he gets and, older. And, and, and yeah. he's, to me, when you, I think that when you make contact with people like that, yeah, and he's already doing pretty good for himself, he might, oh, be, yeah. he's, he yeah. might be so fast and catching on to something that he'll contact yeah. you and say you hey know, i got he something just for you was diagnosed maybe three years ago oh wow so he's still in the early stages he's like i used to be and he has a slight gait but not that you noticed yet and i i like that because that way i can tell him he can look at me and know what he's in for he knows what what's going to happen in, in, in his life yeah not exactly like me but he's got a general idea of what's going to happen and yeah when i saw the 77 year old there i thought oh okay now i know i'm going to live longer I'm not, because a lot of people used to say about three years ago, nobody knew, and they said, yeah, the lifespan's about 35. Which 35? Is no. I'm, I'm 60. You're like 120 million years I'm, old. I'm, You're like, God damn, no, all that good dinosaur. I'm 62, but I mean, I, I think that's great because that way he can look at me and know that he's got a better life ahead of him. He can still, he's not going to die soon. He's, I can give him pointers. I can say, hey, when you do this, do that. Or if you get this, get that. Because you haven't gone through that yet. Yeah. He hasn't experienced what I have. And I can give him some pointers on, you know, be careful. Most of all, don't do anything stupid. Um, sometimes we're doing something that, that's not stupid and we get hurt. And don't feel bad because it happens. But sometimes we're not thinking and we do something stupid and then we pay for it. Because I wasn't saying when I got broke my femur I was being stupid. But I should have done some preventative. I should have had my chair behind me. I should have did this. I should have did that. Yeah. Now that I know... You know, it's it's water under the bridge now, but now that I know, so I can relate that to other people that are younger than me. Say, hey, when you do this, try to do this. Just save a lot of pain and sorrow. Yeah. Um, you don't want to get injured. I mean, if you do, it's going to happen it eventually. Happens. And sometimes we get in a car accident. Sometimes we get. Uh, I've had a friend that had cancer. Oh yeah. He beat it. Thank God. Yeah. Um. So we're we're susceptible just about everything anybody else is, except we have a greater risk of breaking bones because our bones get brittle. Um, oh yeah, you know if you don't get enough calcium, you know so. Well, it, yeah, but that's why I work out a lot. Yeah, and it's and it's good. It, now, it keeps you know, my muscle. They did cover exercise, um, and you don't really. It's it's hard to explain. It's it's you do and you don't. You can you don't really build the muscle. You keep it toned. Yeah. Now the way they were talking and the way they were going around and talking about different things, 
I couldn't really tell if they were saying, yeah, you can build muscle, and no, you can't. Oh. What I was told is that you can keep your muscle toned, which means as long as you're active, it's yeah. going to slow down the atrophy, which yeah. means your muscles are going to wither slower mm -hmm. than they would say if you just sat in a chair. I'll give you a good example. Um, one of the guys I met there, his buddy was diagnosed when he was younger. Oh, so yeah. his parents put him in a chair. Ooh. So all this time, his legs are weakening. Yeah. And now he can't walk. Ooh. So see what happens is when I was and these other guys were, we grew up, we could, we were ambulatory. We could walk. Yeah. Whether his parents found out he had MD, oh, we got to get you a chair and you're in a chair now. Oh, yeah. He never had a chance to walk. Now, I didn't know I was had it and I could still walk. I, yeah. I mean, I can stand up now and I can walk a teeny bit, but I can't, I can't get up and just walk anywhere I want to. No. I could fall down. My yeah. legs are much weaker now. But at that time, he could walk, but he was stuck in a chair and now he can't walk because his legs atrophied all that time where oh, he could have been up. So it's kind of a sad story. But, um, yeah, it is a sad yeah, story. So, so his friend, so his friend wasn't there. He was just, right, it's a story. Exactly. Yeah. So his parents said, yeah, oh, you got MD. Now we're going to put you in a chair. Well, well, you know what I said before about, about any disability. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when you're like, when I came to, when my parents adopted me, right. You know, I think the best thing that happened was that my parents didn't treat me like a handicapped person, no, but they right. yeah, were absolutely. concerned about other issues yeah. about my yeah. uh, personality or my mm -hmm. uh, ar around certain women or whatever. Yeah. But when it came down to physical stuff, mm -hmm. you know, all I needed was a little bit boost of confidence and then I wanted to be right. like the rest of the kids. Mm -hmm. But I could never uh, obviously compete no. against right. with other kids absolutely. because they had other dis that they didn't have the disability that I did. But that in itself came me, gave me a sense of um, confidence of just being exactly right just an, yeah. an average human being. Yeah, you know, that's a good point you made because when I was a kid, I didn't get that. There's no positivity. It was like, you do this and you do that, you do this, and we'll be fine. No, hey, you know, maybe we're going to try this and just see. Where, when you grew up, you had your parents give you plenty of self-confidence, plenty of self, yeah, good self-esteem. They did a good job at that because I, I could tell that by the way you talk and you, you talk to people, you have that. You have that. You know, you're you're not afraid of anything. You know, you're pretty well. Brave. Okay. You know, you know what I'm saying? Where I didn't have that. Well, I think yours that, you is know? directed a little differently. Yeah. Your your parents in the 70s were old school. Yeah. So oh, they're gonna put yeah. the kids in sports and whatever. Yeah. And that's what everyone does. Mm -hmm. And then in the 70s and early yeah. 80s, is that. You do what your dad likes. Mm -hmm. If your dad likes hockey, mm -hmm. if your dad likes football, baseball, yeah, basketball, right. you're probably going to follow in the same footsteps. It right. doesn't mean you're going to start be a player or, right. or be on the team. But but in that case, and for you, <clears throat> that's kind of what happened. Is your parents thought, well, he must be an average kid, just like any kid other, yeah, or, or, around the neighborhood. But they, exactly, didn't really, yeah. but they didn't really put the emphasis that you were more like, oh, you like being camping, you like uh, construction stuff, you like yeah, right, putting yeah. things together. Well, so maybe, that, I mean, that's a different way of looking yeah, at yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. And, and I'll be specific on that also is that some of the guys I did talk to, when they were growing up, they did like sports. They did yeah. compete in sports. Yeah. Um, so there's still some kids with Beckers that start in sports now. They have a little difficulty. They will play sports for a while, but once it's the atrophy sets in and they get weaker, it, yeah. they're going to have to stop. It but, sucks. But now that you're in it and you're interested and you're trying, I think that's a wonderful thing. Yeah. Now, see, 
my parents thought that way, but not every kid likes sports, and I wasn't good at sports. No, yeah, that's the thing. And I liked other things, and unfortunately, they didn't see that. But for anybody nowadays where the kids are growing up, it seems like some of them that want to do this, their parents say, okay, good. You can do this for a while. We'll encourage you and and be behind you, support you as much as we possibly can till you get to that point where you can't. And that's kind of hard too. I mean, I, I we did discuss that slightly too. There's certain things that I used to be able to that I can't do now, and you got to deal with that. And sometimes it's hard. It's really frustrating. It can be very emotional, or you know. Uh, yeah, it can get really psychological. I, kind of I thing. remember, like just, you know, I remember when I was in school, and the way that the classroom works is that. You learn math, and then you learn that lesson, and then you go to right. the next lesson, the next mm-hmm. part of the math. And because I didn't understand how to catch on to math so right. fast, mm-hmm. I'd be starting falling behind. Mm-hmm. And there were a couple of times I'd be so angry that I would oh, break yeah. down and cry because yeah. oh, yeah. I was so frustrated at the fact that I couldn't catch on to yeah. something because I was that's falling true. behind. And I will yeah, tell you this. Yeah, I'll tell everyone you. this again. If you ever send your kids to a special ed class, it doesn't really work. You have to find figure out a better way to teach your kid yeah. the same math problem in their way, you know, their level, so that they can catch on to it. Um, I, matter of fact, my son was learning disabled, but he had a tutor. And with people, kids like this, you can't do... Not that there's anything wrong with special ed, but you need one-on-one. You can't have a, a 30 kids and I'll teach them at once. It doesn't work. You have to have a one-on-one. So we had, had a tutor that went over with my son. He was dyslexic. He had a learning disability like I do. See, I didn't get that when I was in school. I got the yeah. whole classroom, which you have to be. And what you mentioned earlier about just a little bit ago about being frustrated and, and, and upset and sad because you're so working so hard and you don't get it. And then you get angry at yourself. You get dis- discouraged. You feel sorry. You feel bad. You feel sad. You feel angry. Yeah. And I get that. I remember that. I, it's oh, just yeah. like, and all the other kids are, ha, 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 you don't get it. Well, we don't. We have, it takes us longer. to. So I remember that. I remember the frustration. I remember yeah. the aggravation of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, that. Yeah. unfortunately, I think that my confidence was like shot down. Right. Because I allow the confidence to be shot down. Mm-hmm. That's something that most people don't really understand. Like, right. other people are gonna make fun of you, or other mm-hmm. people may not even make fun of you, but you think they are, mm-hmm. and so it's in your own head. Right. Exactly. And yeah. in reality, it doesn't really matter if they are or not making fun of you. Right. The fact that you just have to carry on and right figure on. out yeah. a better way for yourself to be. Mm-hmm better at things that you're not right that's something that it took me for years like doing this podcast i've Mm -hmm. always kind of wanted to do it i don't listen to other people's podcasts because it bores me about their stuff because they either talk about their criminal uh podcasts about crimes or they're talking about and i really don't like listening to sports podcasters because they go over the same thing over a week in and week okay, out yeah. of the same players, same per- person. Okay. I like to carry on to the next week yeah. and the next things right. as much as possible. Mix it up a little bit. And then with this, I want to be able to carry on for other people with mm-hmm. disability. Mm-hmm. So I really created it for people who are disabled who don't have a voice. Right, exactly. And I most yeah. likely are going to have, I'm going to ask this girl Zoe to do a podcast with me. She's got, okay. um, she has no, 
rest on her left arm. Okay. She doesn't have any of the hands or any of the okay of the forearm. That's part of the the arm. So, so no forearm. It's just no, from no the forearm. elbow back up to the shoulder, or yeah. Just, okay. Okay. So basically, that's kind of so what she, I'm. She was born that way, correct? I don't know. Oh, oh I have okay. to ask her. Oh, okay. Oh, but I'm okay. going to ask yeah, her if she wants right. to do a podcast. Oh, sure. Yeah. And that, would be th- great. Yeah. that way, I might have yeah. other people. Another way. And yeah. I'm going to ask her about dating. I'm going to ask her yeah. about uh, her uh, oh. point of view about having kids or well, well, stuff like that. that um, uh, uh, the word I was thinking of earlier is advocacy. Advocacy. Yeah. And that you have people for that, or you can be your own advocate. And yeah. that's what the yeah. main stress was at the MDA conference was advocacy you have to talk about and you have to get out there and you have to stick up and you have to make your voice heard yeah um, most and that's the main key right there and that's what my wife does too and we we did uh we happened to mention that also um so that's a big word advocacy remember that that's, yeah 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 it's really it's really important for people to understand that yeah most people are not going to fight for you right and most people right. who are able-bodied people don't fight for each other no there's not mm-hmm. able-bodied people who say right hey yeah. man Sounds like it sounds great. Yeah, but I don't really don't care. Yeah, because exactly. yeah, I don't right. know who you are. And I don't really care about your right success yeah. stories Based and all that. Society is nowadays correct. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, mm-hmm. I think, I think, if you really want to make it, mm-hmm. like my, all my heroes, yeah, from Elvis or Guns N' Roses, yeah, or Malcolm X yeah. or, or even Martin Luther the, King or, or George Washington, Georgia, yeah. Franklin, yeah, yeah all and all those guys. Yeah, they made people. it happen yeah. for themselves. They, they did, didn't. Yes. They didn't wait for yeah. King George to tell them. Right. You could do that, Mister General Washington. Yeah. But we don't want you to do it. But yeah. you could, and then George. Guys, and, I'm gonna do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. George yeah. and everyone else <laughs> like, you know, yeah. you know, you guys suck. So we're gonna create our own country. Yeah. So f you. Yeah, I, I get that. <laughs> um, sometimes you have to be your own advocate, but that doesn't necessarily mean someone else can be it for you because there's a lot of guys that that. They, maybe they couldn't talk. Maybe they were not uh, able at the time. And sometimes you do have to have an advocate. Now, my wife would be my advocate, and I'm kind of an advocate too, but she has a powerful voice. She sticks up. She mentions things like, say, if there's not a handicap accessible, she might say, hey, you know, what's, what's going on here? Or she might send him a letter. Um, cussing them out and saying, "Hey, you know, how dare you this or how?" So she's my advocate, and and I'm kind of one too. But she's my advocate. So it doesn't actually mean you have to be your own advocate. You can either have one or you can be your own. It's it's up to you, de- depending on your situation. But I just thought I'd touch on that word. That's a big, huge word that means a lot to the. Community. Well, yeah, I well, I think, I think the fact that you have a wife to do it and help you. Mm-hmm. Mm. So and that's it. well, it, you should keep my my caregiver too in a sense. It's well, a, yeah, she's going. Well, she caregiver has. could mean anything. It could mean like I have to get you out of bed. I have to bathe you. I have to dress you. I have to, you know. Now some guy I don't need that yet, thank God. But some people do. Without guy was in the chair, this seventy-seven year old, his wife has to get him in and out of bed sometimes. Uh, another gentleman was his wife does yard work but he he can't do it yeah and sometimes people look at him thinking why is your you're so lazy why is your wife doing yard work because he can't and he brought that up he said you know how, some people, old, how I, old is he he's i'm gonna say in his early 40s late 30s yeah there. yeah I but know. you know he he can't now I, I can i can't really do yard work but i can ride my mower 
So I ride my, no, not a lot of guys aren't as brave as I am. I got a friend I was talking to and he goes, you're braver than I am. He said, I give that stuff up. I says, I, I, I'm afraid of getting hurt. I said, well, that's totally up to you. But with me, I, I'm a go-getter. I'm, I'm a guy that'll do things safely, of course, but until I can't do them. And if I can ride my mower and mow the lawn, so be it. I love it. I, I can get out there. I can show people I can still work. Now, if you can't work anymore or, or to a point where you can't do that, that's okay. Don't worry about it. No, yeah. some people won't understand it. Some people look at you and they get one idea. Oh, yeah. They never think of it. They just generalize yeah. and think, oh, this guy's lazy. Well, he's yeah. not. No. He's got a reason that he's, no. he's not working out there. I'll tell you what. <laughs> it's not he's making his wife do it. God bless her. You know, but, you know, I, I, I'll have to point out, I'll, I'll say this right now. I have to congratulate all the wives, mine in, included, that uh, help us out. You know, they're a big part in our lives. Without them, I don't think I could make it. I really don't. No, uh, you know, no, I, I, I think. She does a lot. I think uh, I think uh, you uh, like you hit a spot. Mm-hmm. Like your wife is your caregiver, but she's an advocate for you or with yes. you. Yes. And the other guy who's in his forties, his wife does all the yard work. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I tell you what. You and the other guy had more confidence with women than I did. Mm-hmm. I mean, just right. And I think. I just think that it's just so weird that that some people have that kind of confidence and then mm-hmm. they just carry on to their to their right. lives and then they both meet and both want the same thing or have mm-hmm. kids and not have right. kids but yeah. they want to get married. But you know what? That's part of me that was never really put into my head about confidence. Right. A lot right. of it has to do with me being my parents thought I was um, maybe a little mature. Or they okay. thought that was just going to be a, a weird, a, a weird guy that liked girls, mm-hmm. and girls were just like supposed to look not down on me, but like treat me like I'm a special needs person. Okay. Like yeah, I have yeah, a family yeah. member yeah. who is my in-laws. Okay. And their brother has some form of let's say. Uh, mental disability. Okay. He's not Down syndrome. He's not anything like that, but he right. lacks intelligence. Sure. Or gotcha. cognitive. Yeah. Right. And I wouldn't really think cognitive thinking, but maybe more like mat- maturity. Okay. Or, or inability. I don't know how he explained it, but. Yeah, no, I, I, but, I think I know what you mean. Yeah. But they, family put him in a group home. Yeah. He sits around with other people with disabilities. Mm-hmm. He gets really frustrated, I guess, I heard. Because oh, yeah. he's always kind of left out. Yeah. And my parents were kind of going to go in that direction, but I just kind of took the ball in my own hand. Like, right, yeah. well, I'm not doing this schnozzy sh- crap no, living in a group great. home. But I will say this. I am the sexiest man in the world. <laughs> I just know I am. <laughs> and uh, I know. I just know. I know because I'm Bill Clinton and all the ladies <laughs> like me. And, uh, got a cigar. Got a cigar. <laughs> Cuban. Got a Cuban. Oh, let's do it. Do they those. have cigars in Colombia? <laughs> uh, I think we got other stuff in Colombia. Hey, these are Colombian. I said Cuban, not Colombian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blah, 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 blah. But look, right. but in reality, right. it's kind of like I let, that's an aspect of my life that I let other people think about of me. 
and then I allow the that to affect me, mm-hmm. where I can easily just gone out with my friends in my twenties, talked to a bunch of girls, and then if a girl liked me, right, then I was sure to start mm-hmm. asking on a date and being processed. Yeah, moving downtown, which is probably one of the best things. I went to yeah, that scholar place again, mm-hmm. bumped into a girl. And she had a great conversation. She was there to, to meet with her friends. Her friends were working. They mm-hmm. couldn't find her a seat where the location where the bar was, yep. where the, the location where there she was. Okay. But it gave me opportunity to talk to her. Right. And it was kind of cool. Great. That's great. Yeah. And that is something I have to learn how to do mm-hmm. on a daily basis. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. With, I hear you. with women yeah. who I don't work with or mm-hmm. women who I'm not related to. Mm-hmm. So when I talk to people who I'm related to or to work with, it's a very base foundation. Oh, you're there to right, talk yeah. to her because okay. you're at work. You need mm-hmm. to talk to her because you got to figure out nursing stuff mm-hmm. or whatever. Family and all that, it's the same thing. You're just okay, there to yeah. chit chat about how how's you doing, mm. how's the kids, how's my nieces and nephews. But then I to learn how to relearn how to just have a conversation about life in general. Right. And maybe not about sports or, or politics right. or, mm-hmm. or whatever. It can be just generally key about life. Sure, or about right. common denominator things that mm-hmm. will attract you to the opposite sex. Right. So that in itself has been better. Okay. I just yeah. have to figure out right. where to go without yeah. spending a, a, yeah. a bank yeah. on well, alcohol. Yeah, you're, you're young yet. I mean, you, you got time. I mean, yeah. I can't see you're a, you're a very young man, but you've got more time. <laughs> you're, you're going in your 40s. So, yeah, I, I, you got plenty of time to, to relearn that or figure that out. You know, eventually you're going to find somebody. I got a good yeah. you with. But it, sometimes it takes time. Eventually, if, you know. if eventually I will be in that state of mind like, I wish I was single again. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, okay. it to both How ways. come I can't just There's, go to the bar yeah, and watch games? Yeah. But see, that, 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 that's a sacrifice you have. Now, as far as I, I'm concerned, the way I am, I think that... Uh, as you go on, things get a little bit better as you're married. You get a little bit more freedom, per se. When you're young, you have your kids, you know, your freedom is not so much. Mm-hmm. But once the kids are gone, you're, you're an empty nester, things start to loosen up a little bit. Attitudes change, things change, and, and there's something to look forward to. Kids come back. Yeah, well, they do, believe me, and, and I don't care what anybody says, and somebody told me the same thing. Your kids are going to come back at least once or twice, but that's it. They're going to be, I guarantee it. And they were right. They were absolutely right. I mean, now, yeah. I, now I can't say that about every kid, but that's one of the parts. But what I'm saying is, is that it might be a burden when you first get married and you have kids, of course. But as time goes on and the kids move out, things get a little bit better and you get a little bit more free. You get a little bit more, more uh, flexibility, as it were. Yeah. Um, and, and, but, you know, but it, I think... Um, I, and I'm not going to say marriage is bad. I'm not going to say it's great. It's not for everybody. But if you make it work and that's what you want, mm-hmm. I think it works better that way. If that's not what you want and you're not wanting kids, don't go that way. Do mm-hmm. what's in your heart. I, I do knew I wanted, yeah. Do well, I knew what when you want to like, do. I think I was like 19 or 20 and I thought and I said, I want to get married and I want to have kids. This is exactly what I want to do. 
I you want wanted to put your ping pong in some <laughs> girl's ding, <laughs> dinlin, and dinlin, and did they do? But yeah. that's and, and I did that, and it turned out great, and that's what I wanted to do. Now, some people don't want that. Now, sometimes people in that situation don't want that. Somehow they get somebody pregnant, and if they're the right person, they don't get the abortion. We'll get into that later, but they go through with it. Now, they're in a situation where they didn't plan on this right away, but they got to do it anyway, which originally they did not want to do this. Yeah. That can create problems. Or it could so be a be blessing. Careful. It could be a blessing to it. I don't know. But you just don't know. I'm just folks. trying to generalize it with the way I was. So if you're out there and you're, you're in a situation where you, have, you aren't married yet, you're thinking about it, you know, go with your heart. Do, if you want to get married, get married. If you don't, don't. Yeah. You'll know it. You'll know what you're, you're thinking of. You, you'll feel it in your heart. Yeah. Um, I know several people that thought, no, I'm not going to get married. I don't want kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. So it depends on who you are. Yeah, I would have got married if I knew it. You know what? Yeah. If I wasn't such a stingy guy, I probably would have got married. Mm-hmm. Even though and my wife would have been working, I'll be working, and we'd probably make yeah. $80,000 between us. And that'd yeah, be no, fine. That's, that's, that's not a lot because, no, but, but still, I mean, it's, it's what it is. But I you know I grew up in the era where guys are still the, the bread makers of the family. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, it was funny. Yeah, I, I was my, my generation was probably the last of that kind, because at the I same so, at yeah. the same time, mm-hmm. they were teaching women to be the uh, more dominant of this two species, mm-hmm. and they started working a lot more and more and more and making mm-hmm. more money and so on. Mm-hmm. But which is I good. mean now I mean, that's where we're at. Yeah. So, of anything else that you learn from this Pittsburgh thing. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to leave? Well, no. Uh, before we see. close this yeah, up. Um, God, I think I covered just about everything. Uh, well, j- you know, the camaraderie was good. Um, uh, the conversations were good. Uh, the people I met, we had a lot of things in common. I got to make new friends. Uh, that's the main key is making new friends. I mean, I can make... Uh, matter of fact, one of those, I met a guy who was from England. England, he hello. Said, he, yeah, he stayed... He, what he did is he, he was... I guess he had money. He had a place in Colorado they would stay during the, the winter months. And then in England, in the summer, he'd go back to England. But I, I, mean, I haven't seen him since, but he was from England, which is kind of interesting. So we're all over the planet, basically. We just, we don't know how many are, you know, we, every day we hear about somebody from Africa. Or, um, some people are in, in really bad, a bad state where they're very poor. They have no self-confidence. They don't. Uh, their country doesn't have the advocacy that we have here. They don't have the handicapped provisions like say, no. crosswalks and wheelchair lifts and yeah. ramps and all that. And yet, that's uh, India's one for that too. But yeah. these people are in real dire straits. And these are the people that come in on BMDers. It's a thing I go to on for people with Becker's muscular dystrophy, saying how depressed they are and how you know they're at their wits' end where they they rather die than the one surviving and we try to say look it yeah it may look bleak now but keep that self-confidence something good is going to happen don't give up now yeah you i know, mean it, being yeah, dis- kinda, and it's hard and i and yeah. i get that and i i can't put myself but i feel very fortunate living in the united states where i don't have to worry about that but some countries you do yeah some countries yeah yeah and, and yeah you're going to struggle happens so and and, how, uh, and even america i mean you can be sure yeah you can feel Absolutely, alone yeah and depressed mm-hmm. but remember if you're a handicap and you don't have nobody just remember you're lucky because then you don't have to worry about some 
girl, guy yelling in your ear, and blah, 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 blah. So remember that. Or you could be married and get some hanky panky, and then you still don't know why she's mad at you. Been there, done that. See? Yeah. I mean, there's all the ways looking at it. Yeah. I mean, there's always, there's always other ways to make you happy sports, favorite shows. I tell people if you're disabled, go out. Remind yourself that you're not there to meet somebody, but you want to enjoy the environment of other people oh, yeah, having a good exactly, time. Because right. if Absolutely. you enjoy the environment yeah. of other people having a good time, eventually mm-hmm. your confidence with talking to different people at the bar, because I've talked mm-hmm. to a couple of people at the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, i talked to a couple of people mm-hmm. who are married and mm-hmm. have no kids yet. And, mm-hmm. and some people just gravitate to my conversation mm-hmm. with them. Mm-hmm. And some women will gravitate towards me. But mm-hmm. it's not about it's not really about just getting laid or just getting like oh, I'm gonna have to find somebody because because I have to. No, right. just no. enjoy the environment. Eventually, no, I, the wave yeah. will turn back to yeah. your well, direction. You got good socialization, I would yeah. say, because you can go up and talk to people that are stranger. I, I, I have trouble with that. I mean, now if somebody starts a conversation, say a friend of mine with a stranger, and then we all get three talking to it, I get that. But I can't. I don't usually walk up to people and start talking because I, I, I'm well, just what, that way. I, so I what guess, I do yeah. is go to the bar, sit mm-hmm. there by myself, yep. my own business. Yep. Uh, some guy and his wife or girlfriend, mm-hmm. hey, can we sit there? Yeah, sure. Yeah. And then we'll start a conversation. Well, what am I drinking? And like, yeah. oh, this is good. Yeah. This is, sucks. Mm-hmm. And then I will talk about stuff like, say, um, um, where they're from, where I'm from. And that's mm-hmm. how you create a conversation. Right. Okay. And the same thing with a girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, would you park? I asked a girl. She said, "Oh, the park sucks down here." Oh, why did you right. come down here? Oh, I just made a friend. Blah blah blah. She was working and she wanted mm-hmm. me to visit her while she's working and so on and so forth. Right. And I asked her what she's drinking and we talk about life and TV, movies, and all that. Right. But I didn't do that in my twenties. No. It was. And I think the one of the 20s. best thing that ever happened to me was I hung out with Big Sexy. Big Sex is a black dude that we talk about. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We work together yeah. with when we all oh, work yeah, together. Him. Yep. So, good guy. Because he was able to show, like, he did, he's not that good looking guy. He's an average. Yeah, I would say, yeah. 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 But he's got a big smile, big heart. Oh, he's funny as hell, too. Funny. He's got a great sense of And him. he laughs a lot. Yeah. And that's something that. Great self esteem, too. Yeah. He could, yeah. I noticed that, too. Yeah. He's, so, it was good that I hung out with him. In my time, I just wish I just caught on to more of that uh, pace faster than, right. yeah. than now. Because mm-hmm. I think I think I use his personality as a life support of my social life. Right. So whatever was happening in his life mm-hmm. was part of my life, mm-hmm. which really shouldn't be the case. Mm-hmm. It should be more like his life and our life and our friend's life are right. a piece of our social life, mm-hmm. not particular your social life. Right, exactly. So by saying that, it's like, if I did what I should have done, probably would have met a girl, probably had kids. Yeah. Now would have been invited to more family mm-hmm. outings with them. So they say, hey, we'll be at the park. Why don't you come down and we'll have a, a, a picnic or come up back to our place. Mm-hmm. And then that way I introduce my girlfriend or my wife with right. them. There you go. Yeah. So 
you have about 45 minutes left. Okay. So, okay. yeah, about 46, no, about 36 minutes left. Okay. okay. So, so we're, uh, we're going to wrap this up. Yeah. And I think I want to address that people, I think I need to address to people that it's about confidence. And my, and my podcast is about bringing more confidence to people. Mm-hmm. It's the Crazy Dre podcast show. I talk about life. I talk about sports. I talk about disability. Yep. I talk about anything that's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes when Ron falls, like, it's kind of funny. <laughs> no, I don't. No. no, I don't. No, no, I know you don't. No, I'm just, I know. We're just being uh, humorous. We're trying to be humorous. And uh, yeah, we, we try to cover a variety of things, not just one thing, mm-hmm. to keep it upbeat, keep it unboring. I mean, yeah. and we make it along in the tooth, but we've got such a, such a good conversation going um, that uh, we get carried away. We don't watch the time. Time just flies. Um, but we will, we want to start probably having callers come in of people that I know, people yeah, that you good. know, um, with different disabilities too. We could talk to them yeah. and have them online or have them live on phone and we can discuss with them, you know, what's going on. So we can have, a, we can have guests on the show, but not particularly here. We could do it yeah. Any part of the I country. still got to so, figure out how that works. Yeah. We're going to, I have no idea that, how that works. But, uh, once we try to do that, I think we'll get a lot. But, yeah, that's something I have to learn how to do. Yeah. I'm about to find somebody and show me. But thanks. Thank you for listening to the Crazy Dre Podcast show. I'm going to try to have, like I said before, with Parlay, Sean, and I, we have one on Thursdays and Sunday or Monday mornings Mm -hmm. about sports, the the weekend of the sports recap. With Ron, I'm going to try to have it on Mondays or, let's say, Wednesday or Thursday. So I might have two episodes. We may. One yeah. of sports and one about life, yeah. disability, Just, yeah. and challenges, yeah, or whatever we, it is. Yeah. So you, I might have a double whammy. So mm-hmm. usually I might have Ron's on Monday mornings episode. Yeah, we're going to try it because your schedule is so different. Your schedule is always changing, and it's hard yeah. when you have a flexible schedule like that that we can't really do it on a certain days. But once you get to a point, say, if you had a job where you, could, where you didn't work weekends, that would save us some time too, you know, and yeah, we be nice. have it on a certain day. But now that your schedule's so different and up in the air, it's hard to do that. So yeah, kind of we'll try to work on it. And we'll try to do what we can. But thanks for being patient with us. That we can't. Yeah, it's it yeah, it's a time. it's it's a learning process. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I gone this far. I like to thank people from Germany, Indonesia, uh, all over the world. That's all the world. That's, that's I got people in Canada that are listening. Are great. Yeah, that's, that's great. pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, that's, awesome. that's what we do. We're doing yeah. the crazy Drake podcast show. I like that, my boy, right Ron, for showing up. Oh, hey, no problem. Glad to be here. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. I'll, I'll be here. We'll, we'll talk about several different things. So yeah, glad we'll I talk. Could give you some input. Yeah, we're talking about how Ron makes for fun of us, me and Parlay Sean, for getting upset about our Detroit Lions or <laughs> Parlays. And then he flips out when the <laughs> Red Wings <laughs> are about to lose. And then they end up winning. Yeah, but I don't bet on it. Yeah, but still, you go. Get all flustered. But that's in the sports. I'm getting into. I, I love the hockey. I think it's great. I love Just, the hockey. Yeah, yeah, it's great. All right, peace, love. I'm out. We'll see ya.